see all of our students who are saying it's slow, but are like doubling their income or, you know, people- They're making more money, Yeah, but they're working less. Hi everyone, I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. If you are still using a front desk in your salon, it may be time to future-proof your business with Aura Salonware. Aura allows you and your team to check clients out from any device. That means there's no need for a front desk or front desk overhead. What's even more amazing is that clients can check themselves out using the Aura app from their own device. With Aura Salonware, you can finally let technology streamline your business. Start removing your front desk today by tapping the link in our bio to receive a free iPad when you switch to Aura. Or visit aurasalonware.com DTH for more details. It's 2023. We're in a new studio. It's 2023. <laughs> it's 2023. We're in a new studio. Uh, I thought I was going to die by 30. So I'm just happy that we're I'm two so, years in. I'm so glad. To that you 2020. Did. Um, 2023 is all about recessions. It's yeah. going to be the number one topic of this well, year. Well, it started to be at the end of 2022. It, was it a topic or was it just a fear tactic? It was more of a. You know, it's kind of like, um, it's just a way to get people to actually spend more money. I think it's kind of funny because like yeah. the whole thing is that people don't have money to spend. Hairdressers are under this guise that like, because there's a recession, no one's going to get their hair done. Yeah. Which I've never, I, and I tell people this all the time, like I, I've never actually met someone that said, you know what, I really can't get my hair done because of the recession. Yeah. Same. In fact, they're like, Treat yourself or... <laughs> exactly. There's, there's actually statistics that show that people spend more locally during a recession. Yeah. They don't spend outside of their local community. So if you are a hairdresser or a salon owner, you're kind of you're kind of in the right, right field to make the money during a recession. Well, you know, okay, so the whole idea for this episode, is it a recession? <laughs> <laughs> are you just bad at your job? <laughs> because everything right now, and I feel like someone pins, pinpoints like a, a fear or something they're seeing and then like people start to use it for marketing terms, like to mm-hmm. sell programs mm-hmm. around recession proof. So everything is like fear-based marketing. And everyone's like, it's slow, it's slow, it's slow, it's slow, right? But then I also, you know, see all of our students who are saying it's slow, but are like doubling their income or, uh, you know, right. people- They're making more money, yeah, but they're, is le- they're working less. And I think that's a really common thing in industries like ours where when you charge appropriately, things like a recession won't affect. Mm -hmm. Recessions to me affect businesses that deal with really small profit margins. Yeah. So it's like like you're discounting and you're Groupon and you're doing Mm -hmm. all these things. Well, during a recession, you can't do that. But if you're working with Destroy the Hairdresser, you don't do those things. Well, there's also a level of preparedness, right? Yeah. I know we've talked about it before, but like we coach our students to be prepared for anything. So, of course, you know, quote unquote, I can do this because we're on video now. Recession. Oh my gosh, we don't have to narrate the air quotes. I know, a little. Can see people them. are still listening, but when we say like recession, I think people start to like panic and then start to even. And yeah. I think recession it's depression. A re- it, you know? it, yeah, it's like a reactive <laughs> response, and it's and it's, it's it's literally a form of suffering and absolutely unnecessary and. You know, going back to like everyone being like, it's slow, it's slow, it's slow. And everything, it's slow because no one wants to get their hair done. It's slow because of a recession. It's slow because, like, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> I you've said it to people before. I think it's so funny. It's like, is it slow? <laughs> no one is listening to me. <laughs> is it slow or is are you just not the priority? You're at ex- that's exactly it. And this is this is the stuff that really grinds my gears. You ever feel like you're watching a different movie than everyone else? Because that's what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might they call it mental illness, but yes, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm like watching this movie and someone else is sitting next to me watching it and I'm like, yeah, it's because of this. And they're like, nope, yeah. it's this. And then I, oh, that's gaslighting. Because then I question <laughs> my reality. And I'm like, am I the end? No, no. I'm standing firm in on my feet. I'm grounded. We're, we're not saying there isn't a recession. No, no. We're just saying that it's not, yeah, not the like reason that your business is failing. I'll tell you why your business is failing. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. To it. One. You can email Sid at Sid at destroythehairdresser.com <laughs> if you have anything you'd like to bring up with her after this episode. Go ahead. One. <clears throat> the times <laughs> be changing, okay? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Pandemic literally threw us in the upside down. We are in an episode of Stranger Things. For the past two years, we've been flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. Yet our industry is still trying to do things the way that we did it 20 years ago. Like, we are still trying to rock 90s, 2000s business methods. I remember after pandemic, people, they were like interviewing hairdressers and salon owners mm-hmm. and they were they were talking about how they couldn't wait to get back to work and and they're going to work overtime for everyone. They're going to work double the amount of hours <laughs> like, and they're going to they're going to work seven they're going to work <laughs> seven days a week to, you know, make sure everyone's hair is taken care of. But I just want to say None of your clients cared about you until they couldn't get their fucking hair done. Bam. No one cared about... Bam. We, no one cared <laughs> about the hairdresser until the pandemic. Yeah. Signs. I want to get my... Signs. Government officials breaking the law to get their... <laughs> People... Nancy Pelosi. I love her, but that was a dumb... That was a dumb move. People sneaking into each other's houses. Okay, anyways. Back to my point. One... Everything's flip side, upside down. So it's funny because the hairdresser is still on this path of, well, my clients aren't coming every four to six weeks. Or this season, it's a slow season, right? Well, there's we have patterns that we all fall into. Yeah. So holiday season is busy season. Uh, yeah. And then you have January, Summer. and which is a slow month. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you kind of pick back up in spring. So we have this like roller coaster of scheduling and, and it's always seasonal been work. like this. It's always been like this until 2020 when the world ended. Mm-hmm. And now, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know this. We're but all just dead. <laughs> wasn't there like someone on TikTok that was saying that like 2020 was like the world actually stopped? That's and what now I said. We're, like we're all not here. We're in the matrix. We're yeah, the upside down. That's what you're saying. Okay. So someone on TikTok <laughs> proved it. And so we now Facts. live <laughs> in the matrix, in the upside down, yeah. where there is no... The schedules don't matter anymore. When you get to work, doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. How, where you work doesn't matter, any, matter anymore. When you get your hair done, doesn't matter. None of those things matter as much as they used to. But I will say this, for everyone that's so worried about the, pan, uh, not the pandemic, the recession, <laughs> because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and making up for that lost uh, cash flow that our economy is experiencing, the beauty industry is the number and one still- growing industry in the entire world world. It is one of the most cash filled. Mm-hmm. It's the most 
cash filled. Abundant. Yeah, abundant. <laughs> There's so much money in the beauty industry, whether it be Still. hair, makeup, fashion, all those things. And yet we're over here like, I wonder if, yeah. if our new business lines, will be okay. New drops, new products constantly happening, which means that people are spending money on these things. And I think that, like we talked about it the other day, I was like, look at Skims for an example. Like Skims. It's formerly it is, known as... <laughs> what would she have it called that was like racially insensitive? Uh, who knows? It's the Kardashian. Kimono. Really? Kimono. K I M. Kim. Kimono. Oh. And people I are like, no you're not, and there's no Asian in that in that family. Oh my God. Okay. So, anyways, basically, I'm like, we have to start thinking big like that. And I think sometimes we get so blinded by our own little bubble that we forget to zoom out and look at. You know, if these <laughs> if these markets were crashing, I would be a little bit more. I would be a little bit worried. I'm more worried for people that work in finance. Yeah, and like the stock market. That that is a scary because it's instant. Yeah, that's a scary realm mm-hmm. to be working in. Uh, but I think hair, it's always going to be there. Yeah, we're always gonna. People are always going to be getting their hair done. It just might not be like it's, it used it, to be. Not well, that now, it might not be. It well, won't, it's not going to be the same. It also used to be. I'm going to see family. Well, now people. Unfortunately, some people don't have families anymore, or maybe oh, they aren't. After going. COVID, they lost all, the entire family. Some people did, or they're not traveling, or they don't have like whatever the reason is. They're not. They're, it's not like it used to be. So therefore, or there's not as many holiday parties. There's or not it's as many Zoom. Group so gatherings. you just gotta. Yeah. You only have to do this much hair. Or you know, I had a client tell me, <laughs> "I'm actually not going to see you in December because I'm only going to see my family." And I love that because it used to be the opposite. It used to be like, I need to so get she's my... like, fuck my family. Yeah, basically. I don't care Because January, she has worst. an event to go to. And that is more of a priority to her to get her hair done than to go see her family. And I think everyone's priorities have shifted in yeah. what they're spending their money on. And what's great, Ed, something you have to remember, is we are not the priority anymore as the hairdresser. I Well, it's People funny. are like, why is that great? It's... I'll get to that. <laughs> I... I don't know about anyone else, but before the pandemic, this is probably what you're going to get to, but mm-hmm. before the pandemic, uh, people's relationship with their hairdressers were not healthy. There was these... I mean, that's still true. There were these levels of like, I've been with you for 85 years, so you shouldn't charge me more. <laughs> Even though you're 20. <laughs> I should, you know, I was with you when you first got started. I can't believe, like, uh, or I don't know about... I, I I don't know if you have the same experiences as me as a gay man behind the chair. I mean, I am a woman. <laughs> as a gay man, women like to tell me about like their sex lives, oh, their no. things, and well, yeah. There's I feel like when you're touching people in an industry, there's always sexualization. Yeah, there, so it would happen on both sides for sure. People would tell you about their sex life. <sighs> they would say sexually inappropriate things. Oh, so you were actually like a victim of sexual, <laughs> like yeah. Trauma. Not just me. I would. I would say it's happened to every female hairdresser for sure. Oh, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's put that in another episode. But my point is, because of those relationships and that and those weird lack of boundaries, there was this level of like, I went to my hairdresser as often as I could because it's my therapy session. It's where I, you know, air out all my dirty laundry, and I can. You talk- did, or your clients would to you. The clients would. Got it. Yeah. And so I feel like now, I don't know. I feel like the bound, I feel like COVID was like a boundary. It's like. Yeah. People have changed. People have changed. They they talk differently to each other. They 
think differently about their experience going to the salon. Mm-hmm. Now there's some now we're talking about silent appointments, right? You can you can request yeah. a silent appointment where how no one cool. talks, which I think is great. That's not how the salon was. Like I, growing up that's not. That's me in an Uber. I'm like don't talk. I know. To me. And you know that if you request a, an Uber comfort, mm-hmm. you can request no talking. So just point <laughs> noted. <laughs> and here in Chicago, they love to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love to talk. You get an Uber, they like to talk to you. The Midwest loves to talk to you. I well, learned that the hard you know, way. I think some, so something that, because people are like, okay, Sid, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, maybe it's not, you know, everything shifted. So it's not necessarily the recession's fault and it's not necessarily slow, but I'm feeling the effects in my business, right? Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely true. So we don't want to discount that. But what I remind everyone is that influence in every career is so important. And Let's say David did my hair for years and... Which he has. Yeah. And I was like, you know, nothing's really coming up. David does the same thing constantly. I, You know, you're not... It's, it's a relationship. You're predictable. I know what you're going to do, yep. right? Then I'm on this social platform where I can see every hairdresser pretty much within a five-mile radius to me. And I'm searching for new cuts that I see and I'm really excited. Or maybe one pops up on my feed. And this girl is right down the street from me. I'm going to go try her out because I've been influenced. Did I need a haircut? Probably not. Did I have the money? Well, she sold Probably you not, but she I sold you a feeling and a style exactly. and an image. And therefore, I'm going to go try it. And so that's what I try to tell hairdressers and what I've been really teaching is that there's so much influence in our career and you have to, one, constantly be influential. You have to constantly show up and you have to constantly be looking for new clients because it is unpredictable of when your current clients are going to come back to well, you. Well, that's the thing too is like, so seasonality has changed. Scheduling has changed. Mm-hmm. We don't pre-book as much and we shouldn't pre-book mm-hmm. as much. And the other thing is like, the relationship lengths with stylists have changed. And I think people go to different hairdressers for different things. It's not abnormal to have multiple hairdressers nowadays. One person for color, one person that blows your hair out every week, one person that does your cut. We have a couple shared clients in New York. Like I do their color, you do their cut, and they see us opposite. But you know what's funny is like, so I I just do cutting, but I, if somebody was like, oh, I went to so-and-so because they specialize in this Mm -hmm. cut, I, get, I wouldn't really be offended. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. Whether I can do it or not. It's, it's like, also okay to share clients. Yeah, because I'm in the I'm in the game of like, well, I have to, I'm building my, I'm also getting new clients. Mm-hmm. And I think that we And were, I'm constantly thinking about getting new clients. Well, I think we were trained early on. Hoard them all! Yeah, you, that they have to all be your client. <laughs> yeah. Every person in the world has to be your client. All 7 billion people yep. have to be your client. And if you, and if- And you need to know every technique possible. Did you- ever work at a salon that would make you have like a diary and you'd have to like take notes about your clients? Yeah. It was called a... Called a what? Pure scription. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only some people will understand that. I think I had the same thing. But I would have... They would be like, you need to write down like how many kids they had and what vacation. Yeah. And my boss would be like, you need... When they come back in, you need to review those notes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not uh, my fucking It's job. like, lady, I can barely even remember what side my client's part was on and yeah. I've been doing their hair for 10 years. Like, you know. Yeah, but it was just like I such a bizarre, them. it was just such a bizarre thing. Like nowadays, if anyone pulled out notes on me, if I went to get my hair done. I'd be so freaked and out. And someone pulled out <laughs> notes on me of what I said last time, mm-hmm. I would think something was wrong with that person. I mean, we don't have to anymore because of social media. Like, 
that's actually true. They could just pull up my social mm-hmm. and know exactly what I've yeah what I, what I've been doing. But kind of going all the way back to the beginning, which is, is it the recession that's causing this problem, or is it really just you're struggling in business? Every person that we have talked to, and we talked to hundreds and hundreds of hairdressers and salon owners on a daily basis. The people that we talked to, the things they were complaining about when there wasn't a recession are the same things that they're complaining about Nothing has during changed. the recession, which is how we know the problem is not the economic situation. The problem is how an individual approaches their business. And that's what we set out to do is help people, A, understand that first, because no, there's no coaching program or training program Mm -hmm. or get rich quick scheme that you can do that's going to get you out of your problem. I think people just latch on to recession. It's so easy to blame. Yeah, because it's not a person. Yeah, it's like it's a it's this it's it's your inability to change. I think that's what it all boils down to. And shift and and I think if people could just embrace change and um, learn to love the discomfort of it. If people could just, you know, join together and love each other, I think the recession would go away. Peace, love, and happiness. (laughs) (laughs) And see. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. When you first start working in a salon, you're like, you're the cleaner. And growing up in the early 2000s, working in these salons that were trained from the 90s, it was very much like... Okay, we're going to hire you, and then your job is to fold the towels, clean up after everybody, um, eat shit, and die.